Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes and I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Well, greetings, friends, brothers, and sisters, and all our listeners and supporters whom we love. We're so happy to have you with us on the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast today. And we're very happy today to have our brother, Fred Kayingi, from Uganda. Brother Fred, the one and the only, the, the man who has really been at the center of the awakening that has been going on there for the last few years. And he's been the voice of the, um, the radio broadcast in Uganda that played such a big part in kicking this whole revival off. So we are very pleased to have Brother Fred today. And uh, Brother Tim, I'm sure we're going to have a great conversation. Amen, Brother Mark. Good to be back and welcome to everyone. And Brother Mark, you pronounce Brother Fred's name like a North American. <laughs> the K in Africa is quite uh, soft, and you can uh, pronounce it Fred Chienji, even though it's K I Y I N G I, it's Chienji. And we're so glad to have him with us, and he has been the the translated voice of Brother Branham in Africa, as you said, and or in Uganda, and uh, also at uh, the center of many, many churches coming into the light of the message of the hour in Africa. Well, you are absolutely right, Brother Tim, and I stand corrected. Uh, when you are and I were in Uganda in 2018, I heard people in Brother Fred's church pronouncing it Chienji, and I have reverted back to my old ways. So, uh, lesson learned, and we also have Brother Fred's son, Moses Chienji, on the program today. So that's going to be a real pleasure to hear from him. Greetings, Brother Fred. It's good to have you with us. And uh, I want to welcome you to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Well, thank you so much, my dear brother Tim. It's a pleasure to be received at the Believer's Challenge podcast. God bless you. I think we've known each other for a number of years now. Uh, your initial introduction to us was when we were looking for a voice to do the audio translation for Brother Branham in order to prepare for radio broadcast. And you were the man for the job that the Lord ordained. And we uh, have really appreciated our time with you over the years and seeing what has unfolded since 2013 with the radio broadcast and then with uh, the awakening that, that broke out in the country uh, it's been a tremendous experience. Well, it has been a blessing, and I thank God for being a part of the transition work. More so, I thank God for what trust you put in me all these eight years because of this message translation. We also thank God 
that through the radio broadcast, Uganda is on fire because of this message translation. But recently, of course, with the COVID shutdown, uh, we want to just share with the believers where we are at now. I know that the churches were shut down for 60 days, and they're uh, going to be shut down for another 60 days. And maybe you could just share a little bit of insight of what's going on in Uganda, even while the churches are shut down. For sure. Had it not been the, this lockdown, we would be far compared to what is going on. However, since we had a portion of the translated message books and the audio messages, and the MP3 players, pastors in the areas that had this distribution are well communicating with the flocks, sharing this message with them. I do also keep in touch with these pastors via phone. On top of that, we are keeping ourselves on radio broadcast every weekend for the message of the hour. There's been tens of thousands of baptisms in Uganda in these past few years with what is going on, how God is moving in a tremendous way. There's no doubt many baptisms that are waiting to happen right now while the churches are shut down. I know you're in another 60-day shutdown for churches, even though the country is starting to open up a little bit. Maybe you could just share with us some of the calls or or any testimonies that you have uh, of that would be indicative of what is taking place right now? Yes, it's true, Brother Tim. Tens of thousands of believers of the new converts have, have been baptized, and many baptisms are pending. First of all, in the first lockdown, when it was a bit lifted, we received a number of many churches, new churches, yearning for baptism services. And before we satisfied the demand, again, we got a second wave lockdown. And according to what we, are, we, are, we communicate on phones in this lockdown, we are expecting more massive baptisms immediately after the lockdown is over. For example, when recently our president was easing the lockdown, the lockdown restrictions, he allowed some group of people to gather for the churches, he allowed a training group of people for streaming services uh, on the social medias. And this gave a way for or an opportunity to many pastors to call us for a gathering to meet in a training group of people. But at times, you reach when the people are many, and this is, you know, it is unlawfully, and we could not meet them. So when you meet a number of people, more than 10 or around 20, at times we cancel their meetings. And on the face, you can see the disappointment. So many calls all over the world, the country, just for gathering of the group of 10 people. They want us to gather so that we discuss the word in a group of 10 people. This means that a number of pastors, after the lockdown is over, are going to yield back to yield on the to come on in this sea, our revival again and we baptize many churches. Brother Fred, just want to let you know you've been a great blessing. Your involvement with the audio broadcast, the use of your voice, the involvement with the radio program, all of those things have been a huge blessing to the body of Jesus Christ in Uganda. 
It's amazing how the Lord has used it. And we hate to say that we're going to have to let you go from the audio translation because you're so busy with so many of these other aspects of the awakening that's going on there. But uh, you're passing the baton, as we say, to your son, who also has a good voice for radio. I know he's a singer. I think he's a preacher. And uh, uh, we certainly uh, welcome him to the team there in Uganda. God bless you so much, my dear brother team, for that comment. Thank you. Yes, it's true that I'm passing this work to my young preacher, my boy Moses. I believe he'll do it well, and I'm glad that he is now part of the ministry, and I will try my level best to guide him. I know Brother Moses is there with you now, and uh, maybe we could just get him to greet the people and tell the people a little bit about himself, what he's doing. I think he's in university right now and continuing or finishing his studies and uh, how the Lord is using him over there. <laughs> yes, Moses is here, and soon he will be completing his university course. Though he's a student, he's still a blessing in this ministry because almost we move together in the field wherever we go. And he is sweet. He is a sweet preacher, as I can say. And he is an attraction to the younger group of people. He is here. Let me give him a chance to greet you. Yes, Moses, you can talk to my brother, dear, uh, to my dear brother Tim. Oh yes, greetings, brother Tim. I'm much humbled to have joined the team, and I can only say, where the Lord leads me, I will follow. Brother Fred, in the documentary that we did on the uh, awakening a couple of years back, um, I know there's many great testimonies of what has taken place, different, uh, outstanding, uh, sovereign things that God has done to bring in ministers of large churches, to save witch doctors, to do supernatural signs and wonders following the word, people healed, and people even raised from the dead. And so we we want to give God glory for all of those things. Um, these individual testimonies are always powerful, even though in the broader sense, the greatest miracle is the salvation of the people and their opening of their eyes to the truth of the hour. I wonder if you would like to share any other testimonies with the people that you feel would be a blessing to them. Yes, it is very true, my dear brother Tim, that the greatest miracle is people opening their eyes to this truth of the hour. Really, God has moved with this revival. And I, for one, I would like not to mention what uh, what we have seen or what we are continuing to see because much of many of our my responsibility or our responsibility is making sure that our people receive the word so we are fighting to see that we avail our people with the word however when we will get time i will try to let people testify for themselves on how god is moving among themselves and surely, brother team, I want to tell you that miracle healings are many, supernatural happenings are continuing, 
and so much more things have been witnessed by people we move with. I remember when you were in Mijera, as you were preaching that evening time, a rainy book covered the place where we were, and it was wonderful because it was really complete in its seven colors. Uh, twice in our preachings, a physical dove came and stood in the, on, on, the, on our platform, on the Bible which I had opened, and the people saw it physically, and it stayed there for some time. We even have some pictures, people seeing the dove. Next time, the same dove came and cooled around the congregation, around the three times, and at the end, it stopped where I was standing. We didn't bother on that, but we thank God that God is vindicating his word uh, in, our last, in our ministry. So we thank God for that. May God bless you. I know, Brother Fred, sometimes it's hard to share these very supernatural experiences, whether it be the ones you mentioned, uh, encounters with witch doctors, uh, people being healed, raised from the dead, those sorts of things. Sometimes people might think that we're trying to be uh, spectacular or raise some kind of outstanding thing. These are just the facts that when the word goes forth, the supernatural signs follow the word. We appreciate the word going forward and the revival going forward and realize it's a lot of labor for you people there. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank God for all that have participated in helping the revival needs. And if it was not their obedience to the conviction, we would not move on with this revival. May the Lord bless them all. I would like the listeners to get a picture of how we are moving on with this revival. Uh, when a group of people hears the word, a war erupts, a spiritual war. And in this, some believe and others reject the message. And this calls for a church separation in those denominations. And here, them that believe, they are either chest or forced to leave. They move away without a church. They move away without a land. And they just go at times even without a pastor, neither a shelter. And as a result, they face hard challenges, getting to get where to fellowship or to get a fellowship place. Some who could not have rent stores, some who could not be able to rent, to rent stores, they go under the tree shades. Others at the verandas of their homes, which is a great challenge during the unfriendly weather. We are always grateful when we hear, especially from you, Brother Tim, that some believers around the world have come up in helping these people, especially in church serators. We are so much grateful that if they get the church, the church places, these people strongly, they learn more and they stay strong in the message. We're glad to be able to prepare those structures in preparation for the reopening of churches, and we hope to get them done in the near future. Uh, I think the reopening is something that everybody's looking forward to, although some have wrestled with COVID in your country. I know one of the new ministers lost his life after a battle with COVID, 
and uh, left behind a wife and several children. We're certainly burdened for them. And uh, maybe there are other situations there uh, regarding COVID, but we're also thankful for every uh, person that God has spared. Some have been uh, wrestling with it very much, like Brother Don, as we know our dear Brother Don there, and uh, others that have overcome this uh, COVID demon that is moving throughout the world. Well, it has been a challenge with, the, with this COVID-19, especially in our revival ministry, because even it affected our evangelistic group, where more than 19 people got sick, especially our dear brother Don, as you have mentioned. Brother Don spent a long time on the oxygen, but we thank God that we lost none in this wave in our evangelistic team. Though some are still weak, and some are still uh, fighting uh, for the, uh, with the after effects of COVID-19. However, we registered around 10 pastors who died during this second wave, leaving widows and orphans. You can feel how hard it is since these people had just left their original denominations. And now a challenge comes up to the widows when they face those miserable denominational comforters whom they had just left when they came to this message. My, my, we're very sorry to hear that, Brother Fred, and we certainly are burdened for them and will do and are doing what we can to assist in any way we can uh, those that are in need. We certainly appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you for being with us, Brother Fred and Brother Moses, and uh, we so appreciate what the Lord is doing over there and being a part of what God is doing there through what support the believers from around the world have given, and we're able to focus it into the great things that God is doing in the country of Uganda. God bless you. We love you. And uh, we certainly want you to give our greetings to each and everyone over there. Welcome, my dear brother. It is a pleasure to having been together sharing. May God bless you. And let me allow Moses to be the farewell to you. God bless my brother, Tim. Yes, God bless you. <clears throat> yes, God bless you, brother, Tim. And I thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Indeed, it was a blessing sharing what the Lord is doing in Uganda on this Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Please keep us in prayers, mainly, mainly my dad, mainly my dad, so that God gives him good health, for we still need him in the field of the gospel. Shalom to everyone. Well, Brother Tim, every time we sit down and talk to Brother Fred, I feel like we could uh, talk for a long time. There's so many testimonies. We're just, you know, he gives us the highlights, but they're so active there. And uh, even with the challenges of the pandemic, they still get out there and as they can and do baptisms and more testimonies than could almost ever be recorded. I know that earlier in the program you mentioned the documentary that we were able to make, and uh, a lot of the people that we mention here appear in that. Brother Moses is there. He's the keyboard player with the uh, singing group that travels with Brother Fred, 
and Brother Don and a lot of the pastors. And I just, if folks, if you haven't seen the documentary, it will really give you, uh, it'll bring you close to what is going on there in Uganda. You'll have a, a really good picture of it, and it's available for free. Just go to BibleWay.org, and uh, it's posted there on the main page. You can just watch it, stream it right there, or download it. Amen, Brother Mark. You know, I, it occurred to me recently that this revival, I believe it started in the late part of 2017, which is uh, significant because Brother Branham in several places, I believe he commented that a revival lasts about three years normally, and then it turns into an organization. But this is different. I, I don't see any of that happening here, and it's just another indication that this is really just a sovereign move of God. Amen, Brother Mark. I think that fulfills Brother Branham's not just desire, but his vision and his commission from God that this message will not be denominated. Where it takes on seeds of denomination, where groups form and hierarchies form, you find the revival dies down. But where the word is spread and the message is preached and distributed in its purity, you'll find people catch fire, revival break out, like this great awakening that's happening in Uganda. And we just appreciate the supernatural aspect of it. You know, if, there, if it was just people gathering to a church and having meetings, you know, that's one thing. But wherever God is in something, you will always find supernatural signs following the revival. And we've seen this in many, many different ways in Uganda. And we give God all the glory for that. Truly, Brother Mark, the Lord is in this message. It's the last message to the last age. And it's sent to bring a bride into union with the Lord Jesus Christ and to clothe her with the wedding garment of the word. And we so are grateful for what's happening there. There's many things that maybe we will follow up on, maybe go into a little bit more detail about building churches in the future and different aspects of things. But for now, uh, that's all the time we have, and we want to thank everybody for listening. We thank all of the supporters of Bible Believers for all your contributions. You have a part in this great revival. And we just want to say God bless you, and we trust that what you've heard today has been a blessing. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at 
bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you.